0: so i want to play this and so this is someone in the uh the establishment here is basically saying isis should be put on trial for for war crimes <laughs> so this is this is how they're campaigning now so i guess this is a safe a safe area of attack uh for the media let's let's attack isis for war crimes i couldn't believe it when i heard it but roll this you got to hear this
1: and now to Iraq. ISIS militants apparently carrying out a heinous attack in Mosul. The United Nations now calling the terror group's alleged use of chemical weapons a war crime and says if those suspicions are true, it would violate international law. John Huddy no has more now from our Midwest news, Newsroom in, in the Middle East. Well, Rafael, this isn't the first time that ISIS has been accused of using chemical weapons, not only on Iraqi troops, but also innocent civilians. Now, if this latest attack was indeed a chemical weapons attack, the U.N. warns that it would constitute a war crime and also a serious violation of international law. (laughs) A dozen people, including several children,
0: Okay, I, I, I can't take any more of that. But so so the, so I guess they've been sitting. Listen, the media has been sitting on their behind, doing nothing uh, with regards to Syria and nothing meaningful in terms of ISIS, other than like cheerleading for some sort of airstrikes campaign from the United States. But so it's, so I guess the UN's really concerned now. ISIS might be uh, committing war crimes. No kidding. How many examples do we have of extremists using chemical weapons in Syria and then at the same time the UN uh, are producing all these trumped up reports uh, accusing the uh, g- Syrian government of using chemical weapons against their own people, fraudulent reports where the, the main witnesses in many cases are the white helmets. Can you believe it? And so now they're finally sort of saying, well, maybe ISIS, you know, we, let let's let's uh, Let's let's condemn ISIS. You know, it's like, great. Thanks. So, you know, I watched reports by Lizzie Phelan from RT, uh, you know, on the ground there uh, with loads of evidence. It's right there on camera and holding the packets up, looking at the contents of the you know, this basically toxic chemical agents, uh, which could be weaponized in what they call hell cannons, which are fired uh, on civilians in Aleppo, Uh either on government-held uh, West Aleppo or on East uh, Aleppo in some cases. So they're using chemical weapons. They have chemical weapons, and they've used them in Syria. And these are sort of the so-called rebels. No n- no outrage or reports about this outside of uh, those reports on RT. You know, so who's guilty of uh, state-controlled media, the U.S. Uh, or the Russians? Well, the Russians are just reporting the facts. Uh, Russian networks and they're not all Russians by the way there's British Americans uh there's Europeans working there their journalists are from all over the world they're just reporting the facts okay and uh where's the outrage where where's the inquiry where the UN reports about that uh that's the question we might ask our our next guest Pierre Corf, as well uh in that segment but that's uh interesting and somewhat comical uh, as well. And so uh, also, you know, this, this is a good segment here. This is Theopadnos. He spent two years incarcerated by al-Nusra uh, in Syria. He managed to uh, escape or was get released uh, with the intervention of certain persons in Qatar. So that was a horse swapping exercise. Uh, some sort of trade went on there. But his commentary is very interesting. He said the media have no clue. They're totally under-equipped, and they've been selling the public a bill of goods uh, for the last five years. Roll this, Theopadnos, American journalist from Paris here, this segment with RT, talking about how ill-equipped the media are to even cover or comment on Syria. Go ahead and roll this.
1: Uh, your release in 2014 was with the help of uh, Qatari negotiators but we also know that you actually managed to escape al-Nusra once but was handed back to the terrorists by the free Syrian army can you tell us more about that I escaped a number of times I um Every time, the, the, the issue is, the reason why I was handed back is because I would escape, but the entire landscape is controlled by Jabhat al-Nusra. So if I had gone left or right or to the center, I would have ended up in the same place, which is back in the Jabhat al-Nusra jail. Um, you know, um, they, they have spiritual, moral, physical authority over the countryside, so um, I really didn't have a whole lot of hope when I escaped. Now, since the the Russian forces were invited by the Syrian government uh, to... to um have the Syrian forces uh, take back territories from terrorist control. The West has been attacking Russia and accusing Russia of, for example, using Al-Nusra's presence in Aleppo as an excuse to bomb Aleppo. We're going after Nusra in a very strategic way. We're not just indiscriminately bombing. There hasn't been any specific uh, action against Nusra, is that right? military action no but i'd have to double check russia cannot use the presence of what the united nations estimates estimates to be a couple of hundred members of al-nusra to justify an indiscriminate aerial bombing campaign do you think accusations such as these are is fair i think that the western understanding of what is happening in aleppo is inadequate and uh, they have no business making accusations because they don't know what's happening on the ground you know, either they don't understand the language, either they can't make sense of the videos, either they just, you know, their informants are perhaps biased. In any case, the larger picture of um, who the important forces are, what they want, and um, where they are. I think most of the things that we in the West say about Aleppo are either false or unprovable or just...
0: Okay, so that was uh, Theo Padnos right there. Well, he would know, Whitney not he, because uh, he was in El Nisra jail. So he's seen the uh, street executions... And then rounding up people they don't like and throwing them in jail, torturing them, etc. Those are the rebels, okay? Those are the rebels in Syria with their sort of new Sharia law uh, system of street justice. That is what uh, the people who are shilling for intervention uh, are basically calling for. That's the future. They want that to be the law of the land uh, in Syria. Those are the people they have empowered. Those are the people that our tax dollars have been funneling arms and training, using our special forces to train their some of their fighters. Can you imagine? And then meanwhile, while this has been going on all these years and uh, with so much going on in uh, politics that's meaningful, <clears throat> I jest, uh, the U.S. Uh, basically began invading Syria this week. But you wouldn't know it if you've been watching the news. Uh, So the U.S. has deployed a a fairly sizable uh, marine battalion uh, and set up artillery positions uh, on the outskirts or within firing distance anyway, long range firing distance of Raqqa, uh, the ISIS stronghold inside Syria. Also, U.S. Rangers regiments, armored regiments uh, with striker combat vehicles rolling in uh, to the town of Manbij, uh, just over uh, down south from the Turkish border uh, to link up with Kurdish YPG militias there. Okay, so we have multiple deployments of U.S. assets on the ground in Syria. Don't you think that's important? Don't you think that's worth an inch of media coverage? But you wouldn't know it. I watched the whole Sunday uh, uh, wrap-ups of all the major networks this morning. Not a word of the U.S. deployment. Of military assets inside Syria so so something's up okay so that I think they're planning the big the big one okay and the big one will be Raqqa and uh, the US unfortunately this president is desperate for a win and so that worries me a little bit that maybe uh, internal US politics might somehow accelerate or determine uh, something that's happening internationally that should have nothing to do with internal U.S. politics and yet might be forced into a situation or accelerated to a degree that possibly a, some big mistakes will be made uh, in the rush to get a win, for, for instance. Okay, look at the debacle in Mosul, in Iraq, and it is a debacle. Look at that operation. Look at, look at how there's been no, almost no criticism of it at all uh, in the Western media, aside from a few Internet articles. And look at the big sort of palava they made about Aleppo in December, calling it a genocide and calling it a Holocaust, okay? All the fake news outlets who did that, who spent weeks and months pushing that, you know what, uphill. Okay. Look at and then look at Mosul. Silence. Complete silence. Not not talking about civilian deaths at all. Um, some really horrific scenes uh, out of Mosul. And so what's Raqqa going to be like? Probably like Mosul, maybe worse. Okay, we'll see. But they're trying to freeze the Syrian uh, army uh, out of uh, of, uh, the affairs of of Raqqa as much as possible. But that's Syria. That's inside their own country. So there's people invading Syria who aren't from Syria with no uh, coordination or dialogue with the Syrian government. That's an act of war. I don't care what your excuse is. It just, that is a violation of every international law. There should be a security UN security resolution right now on that very issue. There should be a debate on the floor of the UN right now on that very issue. The fact that it's not happening, this is being ignored and glossed over shows you the absolute, uh, impotency of the United Nations. It's the league of nations. Okay. Now, uh, we're going to take a short break. Before that, I just want to give a shout out. Uh, We are wanting and needing your help uh, to help fund a trip to the Middle East investigative reporting uh, trip this spring uh, with 21st Century Wire crew, uh, including Vanessa Beely and uh, myself and others and multiple countries. And uh, we need your help to make that happen. There's a link on the show page right now. Go click that link. If you can donate, if you can support us in any way, if you listen to this show, uh, we need your support. Uh, We're going to keep this open for a couple of weeks. And uh, hopefully we can reach our target. Uh, But uh, we will need uh, our listeners' support to make this happen. We've got some big stuff planned. Uh, We did a lot last year. Uh, I did on this front. Uh, when I traveled and broadcast from the Middle East, uh, and but we've got some bigger stuff planned uh, for this one, and it's going to involve filming. It's going to involve live broadcasting from multiple countries, and uh, we need your help to make that happen. This is your opportunity to help us.